And welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this week we're talking about Season 4, Episode 16, A Chorus Lie. Matt Damon is here. Matt Damon. This is like one of the big cameos that I remember like always hearing about from mm-hmm. with, with Will and Grace. This is a big episode, and it's a pretty good episode. Like I feel this is like a share level cameo mm-hmm. for Will and Grace. Yeah, and I think if I remember correctly, the reason that Matt Damon like is on the show is he like played softball or something with Sean Hayes. Yeah, it was either Sean maybe? Hayes or one of the producers. I don't remember which. Yeah, but it like definitely involves like a really butch sport, which I thought was mm. funny. I mean, softball's not like the butchest sport. Talk to a lesbian, man. <laughs> I don't think you've got your facts right. Fair point. All right, let's read the episode description. A desperate Jack seeks to in his rival guest star Matt Damon for the last spot in a popular gay men's chorus that will tour Europe by dangling a motivated Grace as date bait before him to prove that he's actually straight. Okay, we saw like just the first half of that on the like description of the episode like mm-hmm. i legitimately did not understand what was happening yeah like i had to explain that inning was like the opposite of outing yeah because like that, that's not really like clearly an established thing anymore no and well, i mean like outing obviously is but like but like inning is that's like a thing that the show kind of made up but probably objectively didn't like i understand that like outing someone as straight wasn't a thing but like now outing someone as straight is kind of a thing right like we've kind of like leaned instead of just making like the opposite of outing it's like oh you can out things that aren't straight people being gay yeah like the word has changed its meaning on a fundamental yeah like out has become like the term for revealing your sexuality right regardless or revealing your gender identity regardless like you come out regardless of whether or not you're hetero or cis or gay or trans or whatever so yeah but also, the episode description doesn't talk about the second half of the plot, which we'll get to in a bit. Yeah. Which is Karen and Will's romantic-ish weekend at Karen's resort <laughs> over Valentine's Day for loosely established reasons. <laughs> it's very interesting. So we'll get to that in the second half. But let's talk about Matt Damon. Yeah. So uh, the basic premise of the episode is that Jack is trying to get into the Manhattan Gay Men's Chorus. Is that like the actual like Gay Men's Chorus? Um, I don't remember. I, I know don't... that New York has at least one, if not two. Yeah, but I don't know if it's Manhattan. I don't think it is. And I feel like we should know because the most recent episode of John Oliver's show literally had... Yeah, I think it's the New York Gay Men's Chorus. Yeah. There might be a Manhattan Gay Men's Chorus, but if it wouldn't surprise me if it was the one that they made up for the purposes of the episode. Yeah, I could see that. But there's only one spot left, as mentioned in the description, and so Matt Damon and Jack are both kind of vying for this spot. Yeah, and Matt Damon does, like, a really hilarious and great job this episode of being super hard to pin down because he's got stereotypes all over the place, Mm -hmm. which is really hilarious. Yeah, and it's... Watching the episode, not knowing how it was going to play out, I really wasn't clear whether... Matt Damon was actually straight or gay. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's, you know, 2002, he clearly wasn't bisexual. Right, because, you know, as you know, bisexuality did not exist until the 2010s. Right, of course. Um, which was kind of okay for me, because I feel like it would have completely undone the episode, or would have yeah. at least had to have a different kind of humor. Right, like, I feel like if they had had him be bi, we would have had a similar plot to that episode where Will and Grace both think they're dating the same guy. Right. Um, or, like, the more recent episode in the new season where they are literally both dating the same guy. Right, exactly. Who is explicitly into several genders. Right. Where I feel like in that one, like, Jack would have to be trying to in him out him like without him knowing it so yeah. then like he can make a dramatic reveal he'd be like i'm bisexual you idiot right and then the gay men's course would have been like and like not. and then throwing jack out which right. could have been I, funny i feel like the entire resolution would have basically been the same but yes. like with like a different like path to it 
Right. Whereas Jack invites Matt Damon over to the apartment and like we pretty quickly everyone figures out what's up. You know, yeah. Matt Damon's like, oh no, I blew it in front of this gay guy. He's trying to uncover my secret. Mm-hmm. And then, so then Jack can just be like, Grace, why don't you go into the apartment and try to expose this man's secret? Yeah, and I also really kind of appreciated that this episode was relying so heavily on stereotypes, but while it was doing that, it was sort of like wink-winking at how stupid those stereotypes are. Yes. I, I thought that was really an interesting choice, especially in 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Matt Damon's character was like giving off some gay stereotypes, but not exclusively like mm-hmm. he was kind of like like he was using the stereotypes as a way for him to appear more gay than he actually was right because like it seems like baseline his personality would kind of read as a little bit gay like right his interest in the arts like wanting to sing and dance uh-huh. like a lot of straight guys would read that as gay but then he's like playing it up whenever it is like called into question exactly like i think there's definitely a reading of the episode where his speech at the end where he cries about like it's so hard for a straight man. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like there's a, a reading of the episode where that's all fake. He just wants a trip to Europe. Right. But I think there's enough established in that ep- this episode that he is, like, really passionate and, like, faking being gay to be in this chorus. Yeah, he might just genuinely be an arts-loving, sensitive straight guy right. who just hasn't found his niche. Right. Because every time he puts on, like, an, a straight affectation... It feels forced in a similar way. Yeah, like, I, it like seems like his natural state is a much more mixed bag of stereotypes. And when he's forcing it, he's forcing it either way. Yes, exactly. Like, the perfect parallel I have is, like, at the very beginning of, like, Jack's, like, attempted, like, straight discovery sequence. He, like, offers Matt Damon a glass of spritzer or, like, a beer. <laughs> and Matt Damon refuses to answer, but then later is like, I'll have that spritzer. Yes. But then at the end, after he's, like, felt up grace and revealed his secret to Jack, like, he, like, leaves the episode is like, Hugh! Yeah. Like, like both of those feel equally fake to me. Right. Exactly. Um, And we have, like, a couple of moments like that. Like, there's a moment where he mentions that he went somewhere with his girlfriend, and mm-hmm. then he stops and overcorrects. He's like, my girlfriend. Like, you know, like, my girlfriend. Like, my boyfriend. Like. Right, right. Like, Matt Damon's baseline is clearly, like, a non-traditional straight guy in this episode. Yeah, I feel like he's just kind of on the cusp of metrosexuality. Right. And he probably would have fit really nicely into that, like, area. But, like, right, he right. just wasn't quite in the right timing for it. Like, Queer Eye wasn't on yet. Right. Well, and it's very clear that, like, he's obviously not, like, trying to expose the gay men's choir. Or, like, he's clearly cool with gays. Otherwise, right. he wouldn't be willing to pretend to be gay. Right. He doesn't seem like he's a homophobe trying to, like, do investigative journalism. Right, or, right. And it really honestly doesn't seem like he's even exploiting them that much. Like, he genuinely wants to be a part of this right. choir. Like, I have an image of, like, Matt Damon going back to, like, his, you know, gay roommate and his, uh, the girl who lives next door, and, like, the weird rich guy who's friends with the girl who lives next door, uh-huh. and, like, telling them all, like, oh, man, like, I almost did it, guys. And they're like, oh, man, poor <laughs> Matt Damon. Right. And it's, it's really interesting, though, like, the way that this plays out, because if we remember from that episode where Will and Grace are thinking they're dating the same guy, we have Jack give really sage advice on how to tell whether or not someone's gay, which is to ask, are you gay? And he completely just, like, is so enraged and wanting to, like, out-diva this guy that he can't even think straight, haha, <laughs> enough to think, like, just outright ask him, like, and you'll be able to tell whether or not he's lying. Right. Um, but instead, he sends Grace in to seduce him and then proceeds to belittle her for not doing it fast enough. Grace does really well when she pulls out all oh, the stops. Oh, my God. I did really appreciate her saying, like, we're hetero, like... 
it's, it's a little more complicated than, okay, your turn. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? She's right. Having been in both situations, she is not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Well, and I, I like the, the whole feel of it from a broader perspective, too. Like, Grace has been a little bit of, like, a shrinking violet the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And so for her to really, like, bust loose and, like, you know, pull the, like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, let me go get another cup of coffee. Oh, no, I've spilled I this spilled cold all, cup. All over myself. Yeah, yeah. I have to take my shirt off. Oh, but you won't mind because you're gay. Right. That was a very bold and, like, effective move. Right. And then he's like, oh, cute bra. I love bras because I'm gay. <laughs> and I'm like, I've literally never seen a gay man react that way to a bra. Uh-huh. Also, her bra was like not just a bra. Like It, it was a full like it outfit. It was sort of like onesie situation Well, it was happening. like camisole. Remember when the camisoles were like super, super huge? Did they have bras in them? You see, I have such big tits. Some camisoles did. I have such big tits that I could never wear that right. kind. But like just A cups didn't... and like very small B cups can wear camisoles as bras. Because mm. like there is a support there. Mm. But like then it's like a full, it's, yeah. I don't know. It works It was very grace. sexy. It was quite sexy. And then she's like, do you want to feel my new jeans? And he's like, yeah. Oh no, my hand's going up to your butt. And I'm laughing as I'm watching this because as someone who presents very femme, I've been in situations where I've had gay men feel me up far mm-hmm. more aggressively than like, mm-hmm. And I've made out with gay men before. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm laughing hysterically going, you know, this really doesn't prove shit. Like, <laughs> Grace is also a gay magnet like myself. I've made out with gay guys. I've right. been felt up by gay guys. Right. This proves nothing. Right. Like, it's it's definitely coming at the situation from, like, a really simplified way to get it all into 30 minutes with right. commercials. Exactly. Like, if he was really trying, like, Matt Damon could get out of all of this with, you know, some of this, some of that, some of this, some of that. Right. But instead just, like, comes clean, which is kind of cute, too. Right. And then he, like, Jedi mind tricks Jack out of having the film in his camera. Because remember when camera said film? Oh, my God. That was so brilliant. He's, like... I, like, didn't even see that coming because I'm so used to cameras, like, not having film that Mm -hmm. I, like, legitimately forgot that if you opened a camera before you were done taking the pictures, the film would expose. Yeah. So, essentially, like, Jack takes a picture of them making out and he's, like, I have proof. And he's, like, there's no film in that camera. And Jack's, like, yes, there is. And yanks it all out. And he's, like... (gasps) And it's amazing. It's really great. But then we finally get to like the final callback mm-hmm. and Jack ins or outs Matt Damon as straight, mm-hmm. however you want to call it. And the Gaiman's chorus people They're much more tolerant than Jack. They're like very upset at him for doing that and they're like, We have a policy of of acceptance. No, it's tolerance. It's tolerance, you're right. It used to be openness. It used to be openness, but it got too many giggles. <laughs> That's what it was. So then essentially Matt Damon gets to be in the gay men's chorus because he's not being a bigot based on Well, and the sexuality. choral director wants to share a room with him. So, yeah. you know. I mean, he's getting a free trip to Europe out of it. Like, I would, I could be oogled for that. <laughs> I would be comfortable with that. Europe is expensive. Yeah, that's we true. We went there. Yeah. It costs money. You get, like, a per diem, which Jack seems to think is, like, some disease you can catch. I, yeah, I really thought that a perineum joke would have been a bit better, but I understand they probably couldn't say that on television. They definitely could not. I mean, it's just a body part, but also I don't know if they could say taint on primetime. They definitely could not. Taint. We're not on primetime. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about the other plot line? Yes. So then our other plot line involves Karen and Will having a very bromantic weekend. Ugh, with Beverly Leslie, though. Ugh. Okay. So I think you guys know that we fucking hate Beverly Leslie, but she's back this week. The Harlan of gays. Oh, my God. Beverly Leslie is worse than Harlan. Yes. Objectively, yes. Like. But admittedly. Uh, the difference is that Karen gets great banter with Beverly Leslie, yes. which is ultimately a net good. Right, but Harlan was useless. 
Right. But yeah, so we hate Beverly Leslie and Beverly Leslie's there and Karen makes a good couple of quips about how he's a Keebler elf and needs to go back to making cookies in a tree, <laughs> which I always thought was kind of a fire hazard because, you know, wood is flammable. Apparently it is not in Keebler elf land or something. I always thought Keebler cookies were kind of overrated. Maybe they're overbaked because of the fire in the tree. Oh, it's terribly overbaked. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, British Bake Off's amazing. Um, but yeah, so we get some banter back and forth, and essentially Beverly Leslie is making fun of Karen because Stan isn't there mm-hmm. for this weekend, and they always do this like spotlight dance at the end, right? Because they're the hosts, and it's and that's really the Day. whole reason that I shouldn't say the whole reason, but that's the given reason why Will is there. Yes. Is that Will's like her husband's stand-in, yeah, even though he's, he's her lawyer. He's and... literally her date for the weekend. Yeah. Um, but when Beverly Leslie accuses her of having taken a lover, she's like, I would never do that to Stan. He's a whore. Right. And then essentially like tries to tell, like accidentally spreads the rumor that Will is a gigolo. <laughs> I actually, like this plotline probably shouldn't have been as funny as it was. Oh, it was super funny. But though. it worked really well if only because like all of the women at this event are so thirsty. Yes. And like, I also quite liked it because it really didn't like, slut shame sex workers in any no, way it was, it everyone was, was like, very happy that everyone was, there. was super happy at the idea that karen had brought a gigolo with her and mm-hmm. they were all trying to book appointments like yep. this is a very sex positive retreat mm-hmm. thingy so i'm into it like that yep. was cool um but yeah so essentially the rich do live differently uh, i guess i don't know but but yeah so we see karen tell beverly and then beverly tell everyone else naturally mm-hmm. and so then will is getting all this attention from all these thirsty older ladies mm-hmm. who want to purchase his services mm-hmm. and then he keeps kind of digging the grave a little bit <laughs> because he's trying to talk about how he's such a good lawyer that yep. he really works hard he for gets people time. off he gets people off he, st- he doesn't go to sleep until he's satisfied them yep and so naturally when someone is having a different conversation and assuming this is about sex they're very excited to hear right, that right. he is so committed to their pleasure I think one of my favorite parts of this episode too is when Will finds out and he's like Outrage, but like a proportional amount of outrage. This episode handled all the sex stuff very well and very efficiently. Yeah, like he's offended because it seems more like he's more offended because he thought he was getting all this work. Right, and he's like, like a little embarrassed too because now right. he's like, I'll go look at all these women again who think he's a gigolo. Right, and like that's not his job. So yeah. obviously he had kind of walked into that one a yeah. few times. And yeah, I understand his embarrassment because that is not a happy situation. I would be embarrassed to be thought of as a gigolo at a fancy party. Mm-hmm. A little flattered, but mostly embarrassed. At least I would want to be considered an escort. That <laughs> sounds fancier. I'm not skinny enough to be an escort. I would definitely be a gigolo. I'm getting there, man. It's not on purpose, but it's <laughs> happening. Um, but yeah, so essentially after Karen reveals to Will that everyone thinks he's a gigolo, after a weird scene where she tries to pretend like they're having sex because Beverly Leslie is... Listening at the wall, yeah. Yes, she like confesses that everyone thinks he's a sex worker and he's upset and he leaves and he's kind of like mm-hmm. I understand now why everyone else told you they didn't want to come with you right right but then it's revealed that like she didn't actually ask anywhere else mm-hmm. she wanted Will to come because like Will was her first choice not her last choice yeah and that's kind of sweet but she says that he's like the only like dependable like dude in her life right mm-hmm. now and I thought that was really sweet like mm-hmm. she's her husband is in jail and she's sad and lonely and Jack is really like the least reliable thing he's about as reliable as a labradoodle (laughs) so like yeah that was kind of sweet but Will leaves and we're all kind of sad and devastated and then we get to the dance and Beverly Leslie is just like roasting the shit out of Karen Uh and just being like oh it's time for the spotlight dance with Karen and Stan oh no Stan's in the big house well then with Karen and her lover oh 
he left too. <laughs> um, but then Will shows up and they have a lovely dance and it's very wonderful. And then they kiss. Right, because the episode is doing like a gay straight opposite day thing. Oh man, it must have been opposite day or something. And so then they kiss and naturally when Karen comes up from it, she's like, oh, I see why Grace married you now. And it's, <laughs> it's ha ha ha, it's all very funny. But like, I just felt like the kiss was like a little much. Like, I understand Will being like, let's give them something to talk about. But also, like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't make out with my close friends anymore. See, you know what? I thought it was weird when Will and Grace kissed at the end of the pilot. But I don't think it's weird when Will and Karen kiss. I, That's a totally different relationship for me. I do agree. It's not nearly as weird as when Will and Grace kiss. Yeah. Because that was, like, a weird, tender, almost hetero moment. Uh-huh. This felt gay. Yeah. This felt like a gay-ass kiss on both yeah. ends. But... Like, I would never kiss you full on the lips, but I probably have one moment in my life where I would dip and kiss on the lips to show off at a How party. How dare you? Sorry. <laughs> I've already kissed you on the lips enough. That's true. You're most, not asking for any more. Most of high school was spent that way. Yeah. I've gotten good reviews, though. I, I did a good job with you. <laughs> hey, any boys looking for Matthew? I taught him how to kiss. Hooray. Wow. I always get good responses when I say that to people trying to pick them up at bars. I don't know. A lot of your boyfriends have literally said to me, like, hey, he's a good kisser. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> they always feel really comfortable about that, I bet. I don't know. They always tell me I'm not the one who's like, hey, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. I'm not, like, popping in while you're making out being like, hey, guess what? I taught him how to kiss. <laughs> hey. Like, no, it's like an always like a hey. So, like, this was this was your doing. And I'm like, yup. And he had braces at the time. Chicken brown Oh, I really, a, I did the universe a solid. What a week. Indeed. All right. Well, I think that's everything we have for this yeah. episode. I guess I'll tell you where you can find us on the internet. Sounds good. Uh, the best place to find us is on Twitter, at Not A Couple Show. You can also find us on Facebook. We post our show notes on Medium. We're posting on Tumblr. And you can always send us an email at notacouplepodcast at gmail.com. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening in this week. We will be back next week with more Will and Grace goodness. Um, yeah. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this has been Not A Couple. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This week's episode of Not A Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience of one cat. Hi, Eliza. This week's episode was brought to you by the Manhattan Gay Men's Chorus. Now accepting straights, but not bigots. Manhattan Gay Men's Chorus. <laughs> <laughs>